Hey, Cassidy Sergeant. Hey. I love the trailblazers. Then that's all we know about. I was trying to see how long <laughs> yeah, that let you keep up the impression. That's, no, the that's only, all I know about Cassidy. It's the only fun fact we have. Like soccer. I was going to say something else, but I didn't want to disparage anyone else in his life. Oh, uh, that's good. That's very nice of you. Uh, yeah. I think that shows growth, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It shows a lot of growth. Uh, this is Awkward Pause. What is this show? I don't know. But my name's Elmer. I'm just hanging out here with my with my uh, my compadres, Andrew Street. Mm. Uh, you know, we I should have said Cassie loves Taco Bell. That's his defining quality. And that is little Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. His little how, kid. How could you forget his son's name? His God name. His Christian name. <laughs> we also have here uh, Sam Atherton. Uh, hello. I I mean I also like Taco Bell. Yeah. Sam, what's your uh, what's your middle name? David. Mm. It's my dad's name. Oh, uh, okay. I was gonna say I didn't know if it was like a is that is that a Bible name? A religious thing. Yeah. Is it yeah. is there a David three sixteen? Mm-hmm. David and Goliath, very famous oh, from the, oh, yeah, yeah, from the Bible. From the Bible. oh man andrew street i haven't talked to you i feel like in so long um you're a mysterious man when we're not podcasting you know i don't hear from you you're Mm -hmm. feeling the void that cassidy left behind you know the absent father in my life that i just feel like i need to fabricate at all time uh how have you been i haven't seen you in a a minute Mm, i mean we're hanging out right it's uh been boring Things yeah. are, I mean, things are starting to open. I don't know. Oh, well, Texas is a oh, different well, dimension. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to derail you really quick to just say, mm-hmm. I got that juice. Mm-hmm. I got that sweet drip. Yep. You got the Bill Gates, you know, serum. Yeah. He's just controlling the brain, the chip in my brain and the vibrator in my pussy. And it's, it's a lot, you know, <laughs> it's a fall lot down the stairs on, on the way into the airplane. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. But yeah, I got that. So, I got that first little drip. Uh, any questions? If do we have any any anti vaxxers in the group? Do I need to convince anyone that it's okay? So uh, let, let me let me play a devil's advocate here. Ooh. Oh, I love I, I love when feel? someone starts like that. <laughs> any yeah. sentence starts that way is a great way. <laughs> Listen, I think murder is wrong, but <laughs> no, not me. The, the, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, Elmer, I do. I have two questions for you because a uh, little known fact about me, I'm getting the sweet, sweet drip tomorrow. Ooh. So which which one did you get? I got I got the uh, this is not an endorsement. This is not anything except a fact. I got the Pfizer vaccine and I did not get to choose. I thought it was interesting that in the little sign up survey, it was like, pick pick your vaccine, A, B, C or D. And I was like, this is a wild way to do this. Uh, <laughs> honestly, very. I, I think in my heart, based on, you know, just the capitalist propaganda that it has seeped into my brain, I wanted Pfizer for some reason. You know, the media had convinced me that that's the one that was going to fuck me up the least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy I got that. But again, that's based on literally, you know, a couple tweets I saw. You know, that's it. The J&J one sounds uh, like it's a one shot one, which sounds pretty crazy. But that he uses nice. stem cells, so the Pope said no. Oh, see, but I, I purposely want that. I don't want a vaccine unless a couple a couple troops died for it, you know? Mm-hmm. He, okay, uh, let me, let's derail this a little bit more. Did you guys see, it was like the New York Times article, and it was like, China has made a new vaccine from hamster embryos or something. And then it was like, all all vaccines are made from hamster embryos or something. And it's like they were like that was like, you know, like their like way of being like subtly racist because like every every like vaccine is like conceived like from that like sort of like genetic makeup or whatever. Right. It's crazy how shit like that works. Well, I mean, New York Times was trying to be. Yeah. okay Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll put headlines that are like misleading. Yes. Yes. They've been doing that all over just because it's clicky. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. The vaccine is 2% not effective. And it's just like, that's all vaccines. You know, I'm not, that's not a direct quote, but like a lot of shit like that, where it's just like, this is not new information. Like the hamster embryo thing is just like, Hey, like if we tell people this, they're so dumb, they don't know it. It becomes new information and it can scare them. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think with this, it was like specifically like China yeah. made a new vaccine from hamster embryos. And, you know. That's the BuzzFeed uh, headline, right? That's the version. Like the actual yeah. the truth story is they made a vaccine that has the thing that everyone else did. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's dark. It's dark out there. But I had a nice uh, nurse who was very much like, I think she, she, sat, she sat down with every patient expecting them to be an anti-vaxxer. So she was like mm-hmm. aggressively like joking around and trying to make everyone feel comfortable and at ease. And I was just, she, you know, she gave me like preschool teacher energy, um, mm. which is nothing, nothing but a compliment. Uh, she just was so, so worried and, and making sure like, I, you know, everything was good. Great experience, man. Get vaccinated. I didn't get sick this time around. I'll get the second drip in a week or two. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But I should be fully vaccinated before I turn however old I turn in my next birthday. Nice. Hell yeah. I uh no appointment yet. I'm trying though. I got the uh the NJ Vax Twitter bot. I follow them. They drop links all throughout the day. So you don't um, want to get vaccinated? No. Yeah. No, I, I I'm dying. I want to get it. I need to get it soon. Uh but every time New Jersey, I think as of April 1st, everyone can get it. Mm. Uh, we were still like only certain places were doing open to, you know, whatever. They also lowered the uh, the BMI for what they consider unhealthy so you can get it. Uh, and I probably fall within that. They um, just lowered it like in the middle of the thing. Yeah, they like were like, yeah, now like a BMI of whatever can do it. And I was like, I, I might fall within that. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't know, but. Um, so we're trying because a lot of it too, I think in the beginning, especially knowing that like some of the places were like, oh, it's limited. I felt like, a, like, oh, I'm a, you're a dick. I don't you, go feel, anywhere. You, you don't feel, yeah. yeah, you don't feel good about it. I don't want to go and take this from, from, from someone who needs it because mm-hmm. I'm a clown and sit home and count my fucking Pokemon cards all day. Uh, <laughs> but I'm excited. I, I want to get it, get it over with, just be done with it uh, until they say, you know, we need another one next year and. Yeah, you know whatever the new world order looks like. Just a chip, a, a chip a day keeps the uh, you know the brain healthy. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates says no more CKY, and then <laughs> we have to rebel. Yeah, I mean the the funny thing too is like uh, Alexi, my 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 friend of the show, moved here a week ago. You know now I think it's been eight nine days, already vaccinated. Hell yeah! Like within four days of coming here, it just kind of happened. And like Missouri just barely hit her back up on like, hey, maybe make an appointment. So it's it's kind of it's it's kind of hilarious how much of a disorganized shit show it is. And it just seems like it's jazz in every county, state, uh, city, whatever. It's like there's no uniform system. Yeah, I also think it's it's kind of crazy that the majority, at least by me, like the majority of places giving it out. It's like I don't know why I expected the government. Right. Like, wouldn't it be so easy if it was just the centralized, like the state government just gives it out mm-hmm. one one way to get it. But instead, it's like, oh, dude, 15 appointments just opened up on Walgreens. Get in there now. 17 appointments at Dwayne Reed. Go right now. It's, it's like it's embarrassing. It like dude. This? <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, I was talking to to friend of the show, Dan. Um, so he wasn't eligible in Chicago. But he was eligible like in the rest of Illinois. So he had to like drive, I think, two hours out of Chicago to get the vaccine. Right. That's so fucked. Yeah. And that's kind of happening here in Texas, too, where like all those surrounding counties that don't have the density of Austin or Dallas or Houston, you know, like they're just driving out there, you know, the 30 minutes to do the thing. I was able to do it here. No problem. And like it just basically opened up for everyone already. But it. It's very strange how, you know, I, I kind of get scared as I think about it through Texas. I'm like, there's a lot of people. Why is there not a demand? You know, that's all. That's its own problem that fucking sketches me out, right? Because you think about like the, the Dan scenario you just painted out, right? Like the Chicago density makes sense, but also like rural Illinois, you know, having less demand, not only for pe- you hope it's just for people, you know, you hope it was a stupid mistake where they sent too many vaccines and that's what's happening. Um, and not just like vaccines sitting there chilling. I do think it is kind of crazy the amount of stories I hear. It's like, hell yeah, I got the vaccine today, like unprompted because the place was just like, we're going to fucking throw it out. 
Yeah. Uh, if if you don't take it, like I feel like there should be a way to like notify people, like yeah, we got a bunch of vaccines, just come and get it before we fucking chuck it in the garbage. Yeah, and then pay cops to stand outside of the garbage can and stop people from getting it. Yeah, we can't let the fucking, you know, anyone else fucking inject it. No, man. Well, we started off pretty dark, but I'm vaccinated, you know, so that's something. <laughs> Robbie is vaccinated. We're, we're, we're going there. It's wild, the feeling of just like, uh, you know, I got emotional sitting there. You know, they tell you to wait 15 minutes to make sure you, uh, the vaccine doesn't kill you. And uh, I was just chilling there and I was just like, this is... What a time. Like a mass vaccination event in my lifetime alone is uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You know, like what the, what the fuck? I just can't, I mean, I can't believe this is real life. This is some fucking, this, this is shit that is not supposed to happen in a modern society. Or maybe it it is. It only happens, what, a hundred, every hundred, 120 something years, like an epidemic of this scale. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of wild. Like, I feel like it hasn't even hit us yet. Like, we'll be, like, looking back in hindsight. Like, we spent the whole year fucking living inside. So we yeah. couldn't go outside. And and the governments of the world, essentially, not just our fucked up one, basically dropped the ball. Yeah. Like, they were like, yeah, yeah nah. They're like, you know, some people may die. They went fucking full Farquad on us. <laughs> but what it, about, it, are, like, are you, do you feel like you're going to travel? Like, what's the deal? Once you're second vaccinated... I mean, yeah, once I'm second vaccinated, you guys can all suck my dick. Like, I'm obviously going to still wear a mask, best practices, you know, wash your hands. Um, and I mean, you know, it's just, there's just so much insanity to it, too, because it's just like, I, I'm going to wear a mask because it's fine, because <laughs> it's fun. Like, I don't know. It's just never been a fucking conflict for me. Uh, I love that. I It's like I, I get to find new prints and shit of weird masks. Um so I don't know. All that shit is goofy. Like nothing changes, I guess. Like, well, everything changes, but nothing changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you still, like, I think the interesting thing too, that I think they're going to write about really interestingly in 10, 20 years is just like the trauma of this time. And like, we're already changed. Like we maybe can't even identify it exactly. Um, or maybe, you know, to some degree you can, but just like, yeah, this whole year, not only what like it did to you personally, just like chilling inside and watching everything fail, but then also like every government failing and just realizing our oh, people fucking suck. I got to yep. I got to continue to live this life and find balance between that reality and an optimistic reality that lets you kind of like thrive and be productive, you know? So it is it is just kind of interesting, man, like I I feel like I'm going to have to rewire my brain to kind of get used to some stuff. Like I get winded doing fucking the most basic shit now you know if i go to the grocery store it's like that's all i needed to do today if i talk to someone it's just like it harder i don't know i've noticed that like it's more effort like it's it's more this is more exhausting just judge social interaction (laughs) yeah i'm definitely like i feel like we're gonna have to go i just think about going back to the office even though it'll be it'll never be what it was right but like going back and having to fucking engage with people in person like yeah i feel like people are like yeah i can't wait to do that i'm like no i don't want to ever socialize <laughs> again yeah and those are the social interactions that i'm talking about right the stressful ones where it's like yeah you know you're doing a dance you know you know mm-hmm. you're just and it's very funny quick little tangent i was uh i had an excuse to speak to co-workers from my last job recently in uh for, you know, for a fine reason it was whatever and i realized that i was like vibing with them in a way that I just never have. And I was just like, oh, this is what happens when like, I was just not being myself, you know? It's just like that that weird like performance thing that I don't even feel that at the current job. So it was clearly a, you know, a specific circumstance. But it was just funny talking to them and they're just like, you're so, you're glowing, you're bubbling. And I'm, it's just like, yeah, dude, this is what happens when I'm not like fucking, you know, <laughs> abused abused uh but yeah it's 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 weird man i can't imagine the casual work socializing again i don't know so andy i think elmer you're always like this your position is always like going to be a work from home thing right like yeah because there you have no offices in austin Right. It looks like we're, you know, we're kind of working towards there being one, but I would never, you know, this is my, 
Remote USA, yeah. baby. And like my thing is always going to be like a work from home thing. So Andy, like have has has your job like talked about like returning to to the office? Yeah, so they keep pushing the date back. I think when I started um last year, it was like we won't even begin to make a decision until July 2021. Then I think a few months ago they were like stuff's still up in the air. We won't even begin to make a decision on like the phase roll back into the office until October of 2021. I imagine that's going to get pushed. The funny thing, and I, I've been, uh, I was telling uh, some friends about, was that they did a survey. Obviously, things have changed. Working from home has shown that like everyone is just as productive. The same shit gets done, if not more. Um, so they did a company-wide survey, like how do people feel about going back to the office? Something like 97% of the workforce at my company said like, I never want to go back or I want to go back only one to two days a week. And so they were like, we're selling a bunch of buildings. Uh, we're downsizing We're nobody's going to have an office. The only thing that's going to be in these buildings is collaborative workspaces. And you only come in if you need to, otherwise stay the fuck home. And I was like, yeah, that's the perfect thing. I'm fine uh, with that. We're all fucking stay at home. Fucking you need a <laughs> cat, uh, Sam, so we can all be stay at home cat dead specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, fuck. but dude, it. I'm thinking about it. Do you feel I'm very I want to talk to you about this specifically, Sam, but I'll start with Andy. Andy, with the, you know, year of work from home under your belt now, do you feel like you I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've broken something like. I finally hit a point where like I, I I know how to do it and I feel good about it. I don't feel I always liked it, but, you know, it's always, you know, you, you fight distractions more. And now I just feel like I can do it so easily. It's not an effort. Um, do you feel like you've adapted to it? Yeah, I think I've adapted to it. I feel like the mindset I go in with, like I can get distracted as long as my work gets done. Mm-hmm. I'm OK. Because for a while, you know, I think there was times it's like, oh, I feel guilty stepping mm-hmm. away or, or signing off because I can still technically work. It's like, nah, I'm treating this like it's an actual office. I'm going to sign off and yeah. fucking do whatever. Um, and I mean, I still get distracted. I don't know that I've perfectly solved for it, but yeah, it's enough to get and, it and done. Ne- neither have I, I guess, like the distraction thing. But I do remember earlier on, it was more of a like. I was just like, dude, I could really play video games and not work and I'll yep. be guilty, but I could really do that and like get away with it. And then, you know, you do that one day and then like the whole week is kind of fucked because you're guilty and you like just weren't efficient and effective. And yeah, I, that's, that's kind of thing. Like I definitely still like kind of, you know, you're still at home, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I, I feel like I don't, it's not the struggle it once was, I guess. Sam, how's it, how's it been developing for you? So my, my job is a little bit, it's, it's interesting. I don't think I've talked about it on the show. So what I, what I'm doing, I started, I started a new job, I think about two, two or three weeks ago. And what happens is people send my company like half done PowerPoints or like PowerPoint ideas or like sketches or whatever to this company, to my company. And then I look at what they write or like look at what they have. And then I like type up instructions for how to like clean up the design, make it more presentable, make it look nicer. And then I send it off to a design team in India and then they work on it, send it back. I check it, make sure it looks good and then send it back to the client. I did not realize Um, that's what you did, by the way. Really? Well, that specifically, I th- I assumed you were doing some of the editing and like actual design work instead of like notes and kind of like the filter between the teams. Yeah, I I'm basically I mean basically a middleman. Uh, I prefer the term like a a baby's first art director. Um, no, this is an art director. What are you talking about? Don't undersell it. This is this is literally what an art director is- does. <laughs> It's an art director position. I it's it, that's not that's not my title, uh, which I you know I, I understand. Um, but so so for me, it's like I get very intense like bursts of of work. So like I'll get and right now I'm training, so I'm only getting like 
two or three like PowerPoints like a, a day. And so I'll I'll get this PowerPoint and then like I'll have to like work really hard on it for like 45 minutes, an hour or whatever. And then I like send it to the guy that's training me. He checks it over, sends it out. Um, but then like the rest of the time, I'm just like sort of chilling. Um, and so like I. I haven't like gone full video game yet, um, but like there's times where like I think that I'm done for the night and like, yeah. Maybe I'll play, I'll hop on and play like a few rounds of Hearthstone and, but like, I'll have my like computer open. And if, if they need me, I'll just like be done with games and I'll like, just like work on the stuff. Uh, but like, if I'm pretty confident, like, oh yeah, sure. Let's, let's play a few rounds of Siege or or whatever and see, see kind of what happens. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if that's like, if that's like what it is or if that's just because I'm like training. Um, and, but like maybe like once maybe like once I get more like requests and like PowerPoints and like tickets and stuff to work on, it'll be like a little bit more steady, but I don't know. Here's the thing I've thought about with it is that if you were to go into the office for eight hours, you have, you waste so much time. Like I'm at, you take an hour for lunch, you get up, you go to the bathroom, you go fucking talk to your coworkers, you make coffee at the break room, you do all the dumb shit right in between. You're never working for a steady eight hours. But like, even if you're sitting on your phone, like browsing Reddit or doing TikTok or some shit like that at the office, you're at the office. So, right. Like you feel like you're still, you don't work. feel bad think, about it. Yeah. I think at yeah. home, it's like, you've maybe convinced yourself that you're, you're doing something worse than what you were doing in the past. Um, but I do wonder, like if everything stays work from home, like, I don't know. I feel like the dumb fucking capitalist mindset is gonna be like, oh, well, it's not eight hours of work anymore, right? Like nobody's yeah. re- like there are people that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, yes, yeah. but for well, for our baby ass unreal jobs, you know, yeah. like there is this, you know, the one thing I really appreciate about the companies to work at is that they only required us to log six hours of billable time because I had to like since I was in an agency, I had to log yeah. like an hour and shit, like a like a lawyer, um, so fifteen minute increments, but I only had to do six hours instead of eight, and that was that kind of set me up to like think about what you're saying like how much time you waste existing being a human like purposely like getting excited about like taking a shit on the job like it's it's a great feeling (laughs) and it's 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 kind of interesting because at home i feel like i do feel like i'm getting better work done like oh yeah i feel pretty strongly about that like my ability to do heads down work specifically you know like research or writing I feel like I was not able to fucking do that around people. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That that uh, That's a big part of my job that I'm just like, this is better. This is 100% I'm producing better work and it's like less of a strain on, you know, my fucking soul. I mean, commuting sucks, right? So I feel like- Oh, fuck, dude. Like, I would come into the work in the morning bitter because <laughs> the fucking train sucks. and And like, listen, I understand these are like total fucking- champagne problems right like this is the most baby shit in the world uh but commuting sucks it's soul crushing and then at work it's like all i can think about is how i can optimal optimally get home as fast as possible right so like i'm never re- like i feel like i'm bitter at work at you're home, never really like, there yeah it's like oh i i, I just want to get home it's like oh i'm already home so i'll do fucking whatever work i need to because i don't gotta fucking get on some dumbass train yeah yeah. Just hang out. Dude, the commute thing and what that shit does to your spirit, you know, like, because I, I, at yeah. first, you know, when we started work from home, what I recognized was, you know, damn, I kind of missed the commute because although it was an anger inducing like point of frustration, it was a transition, you know, in and yep. out. It was a tangible way to like partition up my day. Um but the reality is like, no, 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 no. That level of stress was not worth that trade off. Like, fuck that. <laughs> like just fucking being yep. in traffic all day is just like you you realize, especially just once you put the time like, oh, man, I was spending an hour every day just yelling at people, flipping people off. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? What the fuck? Yeah, I definitely don't miss like the oh, NJ Transit canceled my train. The next one's not till fucking 715. Looks like I'm getting home at eight. Oh, God. Like, dude, that's devastating. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, we're definitely spending more, like, you know, like, on electricity and, like, that, like, those, like, sorts of utilities, but, like, I mean, I, I mean, and maybe not for you, Andy, but, like, at least you're not paying, like, the, the train ticket prices, oh, but, yeah. like, you know, we're saving so much money mm-hmm. on gas and... Yeah, and even just stuff. like my uh, Robert's dad was actually the one who pointed it out to me, but with just like the value of your car is going to like not actual value, but just like the wear and tear. It's just like that's adding so much fucking time to your car because of like the stop. You're removing the worst part, like the stop and go daily bullshit you had to do. So I was just thinking about that, too. Like just that's not like a tangible savings, but it's just like, yeah, I'll probably need a new car less soon. Um, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've, I've had my car, I think, I got my car last February, like right before the pandemic hit. And now it's like a year and some change and I only have like 5,000 miles on it. Beautiful. That's Fuck. a fucking brand new yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. I do think that one of the other things I've kind of realized throughout all this is like, uh, you know, like our company, the company I work for has been pretty good about like, oh, we understand the fatigue um all of that stuff so like here's an extra day off here's you know whatever but we do meeting free fridays every last friday of the month is like oh no meetings on that friday which is like i think every we can just give us fridays let's do a four-day work week i think it fucking a hundred percent it can be done like let's just everyone can get the work done monday to thursday and then friday saturday sunday off really quick across the board what oh my audacity is being weird. What's the time on your audacity? 2747. Okay, that's right. It's just glitching. So it like will pa- it looks like it paused. So I think it's fine. Yeah, mine does okay. that too. No so worries, listeners. We're not going to edit that out. Um, I'm so sorry. You had just said something that was very compelling, Andy, that I was very excited to comment on. Oh, four-day work week. That's we all also fun. implemented the no meeting Fridays. And that to yep. me is just such a in touch sign you know like it's just like it, it it shows that like you know and that it's just such a sign of good faith you know um yeah but but yeah i mean we're we're adults dude like i also think a, th- a big thing that has switched you know as I, I start a new job i have this new apartment lexi and fucking uh this cat move in you know one it becomes easier to work when you're just like you look at that and you're just like that's what we're that's what we're doing i'm just doing it to fucking buy shit to make this situation even better you know like that that that's what you're you're kind of i don't know it's been easier the last couple of days to just kind of tangibly remember why i'm like working uh because you know for yeah. when it's just yourself you're just like fucking what am i i don't know this is the motivation thing yeah man i can buy whatever the fuck i want i don't care i got it i got an income now <laughs> there's that for sure sounds of the we $300? No big deal. Beautiful. Are you going to buy Sounds of the Wii for $300? No. I no. I I have I have a limit of how much you'll and spend on a vinyl. Yeah. So, this is this is rough. This is another hard transition or transition listeners. So, backstory, maybe like 2 months ago, month and a half ago, I sent Andy a link for a bootleg Sounds of the Wii vinyl. Yes. And it was like 20 bucks. He sketchy buys it. Link. Sketchy link. Sketchy website. Like set up and everything. It's very sketchy. Yeah. Null.com or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, this is like, this is right before I had gotten this job. So like, I didn't have a whole lot of money and I was like, I can't, I can't justify buying right. this. I, it comes out. And so I'm part of a, a like Facebook, like vinyl, like video game vinyl buying and selling and trading group. And this now sounds the Wii is going on eBay for like $300, <laughs> which is fucking ridiculous. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and I guess, I guess the reason why I think it's so high is like it was on, it was popular on TikTok. Oh, really? that's, that's what we um, missed. I didn't know that. And so all these like verbo teens or whatever are trying to buy it. Um, and so I think that's like, what's driving the price up. Um, so there's Andy another, himself another got bootleg. it big on TikTok. This is all part of the plan. Yeah, you, have, you, <laughs> you don't know. So I, I recently I bought the Yoshi's Island and Super Mario 
or Mario Brothers 3 vinyl. Those are hot. For, I'm jealous. For an undisclosed oh. amount of money. My mother is listening. An undisclosed amount. Less than 300. Okay. And there is, there's a, there's another one, a little, a little indie darling, Persona 4 Golden. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And that one goes for probably between like 300, 300 and $400. Holy shit. And I'm thinking, you know, do I want it? Kinda. But there's also been some some rumblings about the I am eight bit doing an official release of it. Mm. Uh, so I think I'm just gonna hold out and and pray to the vinyl gods that I am eight bit does does a release of of this. Um, it is so. It is crazy how like exclusive and in demand these bootlegs are. Like the fucking it's nuts. I'm like on the hunt for a Mario Odyssey bootleg. I want that really bad. I think that one's pretty expensive. Yeah. I mean, any of the Nintendo ones, it seems like go for fucking crazy money. Yeah, there's a so there was one that came out, I think, last middle of last year. The it was like a Chrono Trigger box set. That one goes for it's it's pretty rare. So it goes for like a thousand dollars. Yep. Um, And then there's one that just came out. There's one like so. So how this works is there are these secret Facebook groups where people post and like you can buy these like records for like fairly uh, not fair, you know, not like absorbent amounts of money, but they're secret because like they're illegal. Um, and so there was one uh, like a new release of Super Metroid and it is fucking so cool. Damn. Uh, but no one's like no one sold it yet, so no one really knows like the going price. Lots of people looking for it, um, but you know who knows how much that'll go for. I and listen, I don't want to rub salt in the wound on you, Sam, right now. But I want to say for the <laughs> listeners, this sounds a wee vinyl is the most fucking me shit of all time. I am so fucking <laughs> happy with it. Uh, this shit came in the mail finally two months later, and it has everything. When I tell you the fucking track one is the little fucking Wii dashboard jingle, and then it fucking breaks into like the goddamn store intro. It has the loading screen music. Uh, It has every fucking interstitial sound. Uh, It's fucking nuts. And like, listen, I'm not out here saying like they fucking got the most high quality analog input of the fucking Wii shop channel music. Um but it's just fucking, it's like, it breaks my brain to fucking hear Wii Shop on the fucking white vinyl. I love it. It's so good. Good find, Sam. Yeah. I think that was, I think that that link was up for a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, before Damn. it went down. It was in the middle of the, the fucking Game Stonk uh, nightmare back in like January or February. Uh where I was just risking it all. So I, I mean, Andrew it. made a good investment on that day too. You know? Yeah. Look at this. Shit. This shit's worth $300 now to the moon. Don't sell it at your wedding though. Maybe I'll show up, open the briefcase. There is a copy of sounds. <laughs> <of Wii. laughs> uh, Andrew, how, uh, how does, uh, how has it been, you know, projecting all your fears onto your cats and, Trying to make sure they're engaged and okay. Oh, dude, the. I mean, I, I treat the cats like they have fucking all the personality right built in my head. Mm-hmm. They're fucking animals. They don't have like these complex emotions. I think that I project onto them, but uh, <laughs> it's great. They're my friends. We hang out during the day. They sit with me. Uh, Nova's new thing, the the kitten. Her new thing is she sits on my shoulder during work meetings. Uh, so if I have to turn my camera on, sometimes just have a cat sitting on my shoulder. On this, like on, on this chair. Sort of, on this chair, she oh, will like wow. sit across right this is here. A regular desk chair, ladies um, and gentlemen. Nothing special. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Like we play during the day. They fucking stand in front of the camera. I'm the dude. Like I feel like everyone at work has dogs, uh-huh. but I'm the dude that like the cat stands in front of the camera or some shit. How? Uh, how, how? You said you play with them. Yeah. How, how, what are you doing? Oh, like uh, I do the uh, the little fucking 
fishing pole. Fishing pole thing. We got a lot of those. We got fucking so many toys. They don't really touch most of that's them. That's how. That's uh, kind of the big worry, you know. Every time I'm like, yeah. I, I want to get this for you, but you're gonna hate it. The things they like the most, the fishing pole toy, and anything that has a ball that they can fucking spin in it, like you know those flat yep. circles with the ball, they spin that like crazy. Paula does not fuck around um, with that. No, like, and then she could maybe, but she doesn't with the current one at least. Uh, she doesn't mm-hmm. like. I think she we we could. I think I should get a little fishing pole. That's a good idea. Her main thing, her number one source of joy on this planet, is the laser. Are are your cats oh, yeah. laser laser cats? Oh yeah, yeah. The laser is like she knows, dude. Like I have to keep moving the laser's position because if it's like on the same counter and I reach for something else on that counter, she'll just start meowing and she knows. And Kahlo, I don't yeah, know if I've ever told they... you this about Kahlo. Kahlo never learned how to meow, so she doesn't know how to meow. So she does like oh really fuck, yeah because like she was a I guess she was separated from her mother that young. Um, so she, even with Maya, like the other cat she used to live with, um, like Lexi's sister's cat, uh, that cat can meow perfectly fine. And Kala was already like, you know, a year old. So she didn't care to figure it out, I guess, but I can't even mimic the meow she does. It's just so funny. Like she, she, she tries to meow, but she doesn't hit the tone. So it sometimes sounds like a little, like little, like growl kind of thing. It's just, it's funny. It's adorable. <laughs> Oh, wait, I think no, I didn't even think about that. I think Nova does the same thing. And I guess I didn't even think that she probably never learned how to meow from because she you know, was separated mm-hmm. so young. That's why. Yeah, they like learn it from their mothers. Damn. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, she'll just start doing her little fucking weird sounds. And she yep. knows she wants mm-hmm. the freaking lighter. We also had to move the treats out of the pantry because every time I open the pantry, it's just like, all right, I guess I got to give you a treat. Uh, cause you're looking at me that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she, she, she gets a little wet food every, every couple of days, a little, you know, quarter tin with the, with the dry food. Um, we're thinking about another cat already. That's where we're at. Um, hell yeah. You need a little Diego. Yeah. Well, no, we, I think we want another female cat. I think we're pretty sure about that. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and we do, we do kind of have to, cause Kahlo is ended up being such a good name. That now it's just like we need something on that level, but yeah, God damn, we, what a what a joy, what an absolute fucking joy. We are we're wet cat food people exclusively. They get wet food. Uh, we do a little dry food, uh-huh. um, but yeah, we do uh, whatever fucking like Purina One Wild or some shit. Mm-hmm. Spend a fucking fortune, right? Um, the other thing that I just I just ordered it. So we'll see how it goes. Is I fucking hate the clay litter. Uh, I despise it. Is that just, just like the, the normal, normal litter. litter? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's even the ones that are unscented or scented. I think it smells bad. Um, it also creates all that dust. Yeah. That is like supposedly not good for them. And also I hate it. Uh, so I've been looking into alternatives. People are fucking huge on like the, the uh, horse bedding. From like the farm store. No. Like the little wood pellets. I'm not fucking with that. I ordered this thing called like feline pine. It's like a wood based uh, cat litter. It's supposed to be better. It doesn't create as much dust. So it's like better for their respiratory. It comes this week. We'll see how it fucking goes. Curious Um, twofold, right? Like curious if they're able to make the switch. You know, I feel like they can. Especially if it's the same litter box, but... I'm just curious, like if they get prissy about that, and then too, like, how does that does that have the same absorbing qualities? Like, it's cleanup, kind of the same situation. Because right here at our current apartment, lovely situation. You know, I was thinking about where the litter box is going to go. The 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 dreaded question you have to answer. Um, yep. Luckily, we have like a closet that is like a boiler. It's just like a boiler's in there, but the boiler is like the second top half of the closet and the bottom half is completely empty. So she's got a little like corner station in there where we're, we just ordered this thing to keep the door like a slightly open always. Um, she's got her own little trash in there where we, you know, clean out the litter box and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. But I do, I do get what you mean with the dust problem. That's kind of a, you know? Yeah. And this clumps, I think it, like oh, it as they clump. kick it, it, it turns into like a, almost like a sawdust and that clumps uh, and doesn't create as much like air dust as the, the clay does. Uh, so we'll see. 
I feel like all I do is fucking look for solutions to make their life a lot easier yep. and my life somewhat at the same time. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to find like uh, an automatic uh, laser kind of thing. Ooh, we have that. We got it as a gift. How, what, what's, what are the, what's the read on it? Because the ones I've seen, you know, I've seen reviews where they're just like, you know, the machine is too loud that the cat is just more distracted by that than, you know, what, what, what's going on? So we, it's uh, basically just like a white cylinder it sits on the floor. You hit the button. It makes noise, mm-hmm. like just the gears turning, but it just like sporadically will shift in different directions at different intervals and just move two lasers around the floor um, and they go crazy for it. Oh, okay. I think of eventually, like every time you turn it on, it hits a point where I think after a couple, you know, after maybe it goes off on its own too, after like eight minutes or 10 minutes, whatever. Uh, I think by the, t- the end of the thing, they've gotten exhausted of it. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm over this. Sometimes they figure out, okay, it's the laser is coming from this device, and then they knock that over. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but otherwise, like, yeah, they they like it. Sometimes I put it on. I'm like, I like this is an automatic play with my cat toy. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, but a, it is it's fun to watch. See, them. I'm not looking at just play. This is where this is where like the cat shit starts getting fucked up. But like. I'm just like, is my cat too bored? How can I keep this yeah. engaged? How can I simulate the prey hunter dynamic? Luckily, there's a window so she can sit on and watch dogs. You know, a lot yep. of cat TV gets played in this house now. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, if I'm not there with the laser, there needs to be another solution. Yeah, we've we've gotten the 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 treat puzzles. Oh, okay, okay. We've done some of those. Um, and then I want to get a little bird feeder for the outside of our window mm. so the birds can come and then they can fucking go to town, you know, swipe, swipe at the window. <laughs> yeah. If I could get a bird feeder, there's gotta be something like this where like you can install it from the inside, you know, like maybe like the door, the window clamp or something. Cause my, my window from the outside has no, like nothing I can hang it on. Yeah. I think you can get like the one that'll, I guess. Probably don't want one that suction cups. It'll fucking no, the birds will knock it into the fucking. Don't trust that. At least for us, I'm I'm up at the top of the. I'll fucking kill somebody with the bird. <laughs> yeah, there's there's got to be something, but that's a great idea. Oh yeah. When are you gonna get a cat, Sam? So here, uh, here, here, here are my here are my thoughts and issues. I, I want a cat. I think. But like, what am what? I, I also want to travel. What am I going to do with the cat when I'm traveling? I mean, you're describing a dog problem, not a cat problem. Yeah. So the cat is a lot more self sufficient. We traveled with Nala, and she's good on her own for a day or two at at least. I'm talking like a week. Yeah. So like every two days, maybe like you have someone come and refill her food and her water and maybe hang out with her for a minute and then. You leave. And the cat will like, at least most cats, like I feel like a dog will eat all of its food immediately Mm -hmm. and then fucking Mm -hmm. that's it. Like the cat will just nibble here and there and hang out. Like, I mean, it's just going to sleep, play with the toy a little bit on the floor and then hang out until you get back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give you a cold shoulder on the first day back, but (laughs) it's really not a, I don't know. It's so easy. I feel. That that's my big thing with like I don't think I want a dog until you know I've done I've got a little more traveling under my belt. Yeah. I also don't feel bad asking I, someone to check in on my cat or like even in this apartment just like hey you want to stay here while we're gone or something versus like a dog I do feel mm-hmm. like it's a bigger ask you know. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna watch yeah. your dog but I'll watch your cat. Honestly, the hardest thing about traveling with the cats is I have separation anxiety. <laughs> I miss them. And like, I got to yeah. check the camera, see what they're doing. That's where we found out. I think the first time we traveled when we had Nala, we opened the camera and we couldn't find her. And then all you saw in the dark was her eyes. And we realized <laughs> that she knew how to get on top of the counter or on top of the cabinets all the way up at the ceiling. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, what these cats do at night, dude, is we'll never know. We'll never know the full extent of the chaos. <laughs> No, I fucking like I'm constantly blown away by how smart they are. 
like the shit that they know how to do and the shit that they know how I will react to. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah. Robert met Kahlo yesterday so, for the first time. Um, oh, yeah. How do you do? Well, Kahlo's so shy. So she's just, you know, hanging out on the edge of the bed, uh, under the bed, just kind of watching him. But I was, I was very proud of him. He wasn't a little bitch about it. He got the laser and gave her some laser. Hell yeah. Mm. She was scared of how tall he was. I, that's what I was telling him. I was like, she, I'm scared of how tall she he knows, is. dude. She's like, that eight like, laser's coming from a really high angle. I don't like that. <laughs> it's like a sniper. <laughs> so similar to similar to cats not 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 even okay not really even close but now i i'm a bonsai dad so i last weekend uh, my mom and i went on like a little a little bit of a road trip about an hour and a half drive uh and there's like a a tree nursery uh that is like pretty well known in michigan and uh i got i got a few trees and i'm slowly turning them into bonsai trees and i'm uh, very excited about that Hell yeah, these look nice. Yeah, dude, they look super nice. Yeah. What is the, uh, like, what's the care like? Is it very difficult to take care of? Because I really want one. So I, I think so. I think they're, I think they're very temperamental. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's kind of a guess, it's kind of a guessing game. So all of my, well, I, I got four trees. I got a, a maple tree. I got a like cherry, like Japanese cherry blossom tree. And I got a juniper tree, which is like a, like a uh, sort of like a pine tree. And then I got a gardenia. Um, the gardenia is an indoor tree or like, cause it's like tropical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest are, are, are all, they have to be outdoors oh, wow. um, just to like live and stuff. Um, but I'm like out here, like asking Google, like what the temperature is. And if like, it's like dropping, if it's like lower than, <laughs> Like forty, I have to like take them into the garage and give them a little like, a little blankie, um, and I think you know it'll it'll be easier. But you know I'm I'm not really so sure like on the like the watering schedule yet. Um, hopefully I don't kill them. I think the the cherry blossom tree is about to like get all of its cherry blossoms, so I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool and it's fun. It's just like it's cool to like see him kind of like grow and like change every day. Sam, I I also went to a nursery last weekend. Yeah, mm. uh, we bought some plants too for the new apartment. Um, not not nothing as as impressive as yours. Uh, I'm going for uh, manageable maintenance. Uh, I just I, I, the the green vibes in here are 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 going are going well. So we bought some plants and we repotted them into like nice pots. I bought a big ass phallic uh, cactus. Uh, oh, yeah. mm. Bought a boxtail fern, which looks very pretty. It should blossom white flowers uh, in the spring. Mm. Um, and then just some other random boys that looked goofy. Um, I think we're going to go today. Our, our goal is now to get some of these big ass trees that can go indoors to kind of, you know, there's one corner that needs a tree. There's another corner that will help me hide the cables behind my TV that needs a tree. Um, but yeah, those big like ficuses or whatever. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, but I, I, I was kind of get there was a random thunderstorm on like Wednesday, and just that feeling of like, oh, I gotta go check on the plants. You, you feel like uh, it's just so good. I think I said this before when we were talking about kids, but god damn it, it just I get high off of the moments where I'm not thinking about myself. <laughs> you know, where I have like a true moment of like. I'm trying to do this for Lexi, for the cat, for the plants, you know? It's just like, it's such a yeah. goddamn relief to not fucking think about me. I don't know what that says, but that's where that's where we're at, man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, Boise, what else you got? We're going to talk about nuts? Oh. We're going to talk about damn. beans? Damn. I must be nuts because I forgot that we're doing nuts about beans. Let's kick us off, Sam. No, 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 nuts about beans and not anime. Not anime. Not anime. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final episode of Nuts About Beans Season 2. Uh, season 3, we got to talk to the executives, see if we can get it greenlit. Um, but we think we're going to get it done. We're feeling good about it. Um, Sam's been teasing <laughs> some new surprises. Um, mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Um, I have committed to not doing Summer Moon, which we've done two times in a row, and you guys will be getting a new uh, 
a new flavor of the South. Oh. Um, so yeah, Sam, can you? Uh, I believe this was your. I, I forget which one of you picked this one. I, I something tells me I chose this one because like the the name I think is fucking cool. It reminds me of Dark Souls. Um, so the name is Flying Cinder, aka the Lords of Cinder mm-hmm. from Dark Souls, mm-hmm. um, a game that I really hate. Um, but it's a cool name. Cinder is a cool word. Yeah, it is a cool word. Um, I think. Uh, so this is. Let me give you the descript. Uh, it's for. Yeah, give give us give us the give us the deets, give us the background. So once again, the, the wood makes it good. This is a summer moon uh, blend brought to you by Central Texas, uh, grown in the highlands of Nicaragua. This rich crowd pleaser will take you through sweet, crisp notes on its way to a smooth finish. Uh, this is a Nicaraguan bean, medium, some tasting notes, crisp apple, maple. All orders will be shipped with whole beans unless designated otherwise. Thoughts, boys. This is our third cup of Summer Moon. I think the similarities among them are very clear. They have that wood finish. Um, where does yep. this one kind of land in, uh, you know, w- what you remember of the other two? Mm-hmm. I feel like they all have... Okay. These, the two from Season 2. Season 1, I think a lot lighter. Yes. It was it these was a, li- a light coffee. It was like the afterglow. Yeah, these two I think on the darker side of medium. Uh, so maybe like more, you know, I fucking hate to say bold, uh, <laughs> but I think they have like that darker vibe to them. They definitely are like I think a bit more a, a bit stronger. Uh, I saw in the package that they like really aim to remove the acidity mm-hmm. uh, from the coffee. And I definitely feel like I, I feel that there are like, is almost no acidity to these. Yeah. And I almost um, feel like the, whatever acidity there would be is so overcome by that wood finish taste too. Yeah. That, uh, that's, that's funny. Cause that was my immediate like uh feedback from Lexi too, on this coffee. Like now, mm-hmm. now she's getting all the, you know, nuts about beans. Uh, so by the way, quick tangent, her favorite one so far because I saved a little bit of all the ones you guys have sent me so she could have the full experience. Uh, her favorite one so far has been the, uh, I think it's the, the one Sam sent, the Ethiopian one, the dark bag. That one's Let's good. Let's go. That's that. good. Look at that. I was not expecting <laughs> that. That was probably my least favorite. So look at that. Yeah. Wow. Hurtful. That, that's, that's on me, <laughs> not you. Um, Sam, do you feel like this, uh, you know, you went, you went with the name. Where do you, where are you coming down on it? So I think this one, this is a, this is a man's coffee. <laughs> this is like a it's very, a this it was feels made on very tin, like on a fucking fire. Yeah. This one's like very rugged. It's like, oh, I'm going out onto the oil fields. Mm-hmm. Let's have some coffee. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think my, both mine and Andy's have been very like light, like, ooh, let's have it. Let's sip it in a, in a cafe or whatever. This is like, let's get this shit done. I got to put my overalls on. <laughs> um, That's a great way to put this. <laughs> it, it feels it's very strong um and i think that i don't get the whole apple like crisp apple i do get like the maple like that very like deep rich um sort of flavor yeah i feel like the, the, it's funny because i never get the apple note when it's there as well but i do recognize when it's like there's something here and it's not super citrusy and it's not a berry either and that's when it's apple. It's like, cause they always say crisp apple, fresh apple. It's that weird, almost like light citrus fucking flavor. But yeah, it's never actually tastes like apple, which I, I've always thought was kind of funny. Yeah. 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 This one's good. It's a, but it is, it's very rich. So going on a, on a full recap for season four, season two, uh, we had four blends, I believe. Right. We had two summer moons, Flying Cinder, what we drank today, Billowing, what we drank last week. Um, Sam, what was yours? Mine was Madcap. Mad that's that's and the And then Andy? Modcup. See, that's why I thought you were lying right now, Sam, because I was like, isn't that Andy's? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Too many yeah, M's. So how do we feel about season two overall? What are, what are our, our, our final thoughts, our final rankings? What were... 
some surprises, some not surprises. Uh, let's start with you, Andrew. Okay, so season two for me, even better than season one. Wow, look at that. Sorry I gave you two shitters season <laughs> one, Andy. I I thought that that was the pinnacle of coffee. Boy, was I wrong. Hey, we've uh, all grown, man. This is, this listen, is great. Yeah. It's all preferences. Um, I don't know. It's tough to think. I didn't even think about my official ranking. Uh, I think... Okay, listen, Mod Cup is my favorite all time. I'm always going to be. It's number one for me. Uh, that aside, I think probably Sam's, the second, the first uh, Wood makes it good that we did Billowing. two weeks ago. Billowing. And then Cinder. I, but overall, I thought that all of these were, were great. Not a, not a you know, dud among the bunch. I think I would have the same ranking as you. I think I might swap out, put Flank Cinder above Billowing, mm-hmm. uh, but I would 100% put Mod Cup number one. That to me is, like I said, the best cup of coffee I think I've made at home thus far. And it's all because of the beans. Like you you can just, the smell is so soft, you know, but strong. It's such a like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, and then Eat the Open one has grown on me, Sam. It, it really has. I mean, I drank the whole bag uh, this week because Lexi liked it so much. And um, it's just, God damn. God damn. Where, where are you coming down, Sam? Uh, I think mine, similar to Andy, that Mod Cup one is, I think it's really incredible um, and really good. Um, and then I do, I think mine's pretty good. I think it's just very different um, from other like coffees I've had. And then I think the Billowing and then the, the Flying Cinder. Gotcha. Flying Cinder a little bit too strong yeah. for me. I'm a little baby. It's, it's interesting because I think it's because of the proximity to Summer Moon. I don't live there that close anymore. So now, you know, it's it, it we're, we're going to try new stuff. But the proximity to it kind of got me used to always wanting this kind of coffee in the house. Like it's because it is so different, right? It's not really comparable. Um, if starting a day with this cup of coffee is a different day than starting a day with like either of your two cups of coffee. Um in a in a good way, so it's it is just kind of interesting how it does. Uh, this is not, I can't even tell you which end of the spectrum is my everyday coffee. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I need something like this if I'm just like feeling like a piece of shit in the morning, and it's just like you need a you need a wake up call. It's like I didn't deserve yeah. like nice coffee. I need aggressive coffee. Um, but even that, even that's something that I just never really thought about with coffee before. Like the fact that they can kind of facilitate different fucking vibes any final thoughts any any anything else boys so so here's here's what i'm thinking andy mm-hmm. could you for a for a listener could we get a bag of the the mod cup and then i'll i'm gonna make some more little coffee scoops uh with a the wood i'm going to use is paduke it is a very beautiful like bright orange color I'm going to make a, uh, a little scoop. Uh, if someone wants it, I don't know, tweet at us or something and we'll do like a, I don't know, raffle or whatever, whoever does it. Do we, can we, can we, can we arrange we can that? Arrange that. Um, yeah. I just don't, I want to have like a clear, clear directions. So let's say tweet at us. Why you're, well, why well, you're ready to start drinking coffee or something. I don't know. Just, We'll comprise. We'll comprise a tweet with all the rules and fucking yeah. whatever, maybe. But I, I, I sprung that on you guys. But I'm. I need to get. I need to get over there anyway, so I could always pick up an extra bag. They, uh, you know, a little peek behind the curtain here. Had a COVID scare over there, so they're closed right now. But, so no. Uh, did they? Are you sure they didn't just lie to you because they didn't want to hire you as an intern? They were like, we found out this guy <laughs> wants to be our fucking intern. So every time he, he walks up, just switch the sign to close. Just start fake coughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, you've been listening to Awkward Pause featuring nuts about beans. Uh, what a what a what a ride. You know. Drink coffee. I'm excited for season three. Stay safe. Yeah, season three will probably start sooner than later. We should get that figured out. Um, I'll start making some choices, and maybe, uh, maybe we'll only go one awkward pause without uh, without one of these bad boys. Um, yep. You can find Andrew at uh, at Street Sweeper. Sammy. 
uh, catch me on Etsy, etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Wood Goods. The cadence in the delivery of that plug is ASMR. Every time, dude. Um, And I'm Elmer. You can find me at Elms is not mad uh, on Twitter. You can find the show at Pause. And just remember to uh, kind of like think about coffee and wait for a tweet. And maybe you two can feel like Andy and Elmer and Sam drinking coffee using a wooden scoop made by your best friend. Yep. Uh, God bless and Godspeed. Tall best friend. Well, it's all about, he's tall to you. It's up. Tall's up for interpretation. Yeah. Subject. It's all about perspective. Literally. Yeah.